Hey everybody, Dennis Tooley here with the MS Warriors Way podcast. And today we're having a little bit of a different uh, sort of episode because I'll be joined by a good friend who isn't necessarily an MS warrior, but he is a chronic illness warrior. And so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a, a different chronic illness but some of the same uh, things that we normally talk about in terms of how do you deal with the day-to-day -day living of a chronic illness and how do you make the most out of it. And uh, we're in for a treat with, uh, with my guest today because he uh, is, uh, like I said, is a, uh, a chronic illness warrior, but he is also a, a comedian friend of mine and a very funny guy. And so uh, I hope you will enjoy the session today where I get joined with, by uh, Larry George, a guy with two uh, first names. Yeah, I don't know. Can we trust him? Probably, but I'm not sure. So anyway, uh, stay tuned and uh, we'll be getting together here with Larry in just a minute. Well, let's be honest. The next time you see me, will be like a matter of a blip because I'm putting, yeah, I just have to click a button and bring him in. So, well, so I'll do it this way. Hey, everybody, look, it's, uh, it's Larry George. Hey, everybody, I'm back with uh, Larry George. Larry is a good friend of mine, a comedian here in the Indianapolis area. And uh, Larry and I not only have comedy in, uh, in common, but uh, as I mentioned before I brought Larry on, uh, he does have a chronic illness, and that's where we kind of have uh, a kinship, and so I wanted to have Larry come on uh, to talk with us a little bit about, uh, although it's a completely different chronic illness than multiple sclerosis, uh, there are some of the same struggles that we all face with a chronic illness. And so, Larry, welcome to the MS Warriors Way podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me on here, Dennis. Uh, it's, it's a privilege to get to, to talk with you and about uh, these types of things uh, for other people that possibly help anyone else. And I'm more than happy to, to discuss it with you. Well, uh, Larry, I, I, I just mentioned uh, that you have a chronic illness, but I didn't really give a whole lot of details. So uh the the illness you struggle with is crohn's disease right correct crohn's disease yes uh how long ago were you diagnosed with crohn's and just give us a little bit of you know kind of uh an, an understanding of what crohn's is and how it impacts you on that chronic day-to-day -day basis okay well um to go back i was uh i first got sick at 12 years old and uh, it for two years, this has been 1987, and in 1987, 12-year-olds did not have Crohn's disease or anything like that. It's just something that didn't happen. So for two years, I went from one doctor to another doctor to another doctor until finally one of them just broke down and said, hey, look, nobody wants to say it. You have Crohn's disease. So of course, my first question, well, what's Crohn's disease? Just like everybody else who's ever heard it for the first time. So they like to explain to me that it's it's an, an anti uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's 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 a disease that works on your uh, uh, oh your immune system, causing it to inflame in places and ways that it normally wouldn't. Primarily with Crohn's, it's in in the uh, digestive tract, the digestive system. Crohn's can affect you anywhere along that digestive system from the tip of your tongue all the way to, to the exit point. Uh, so there's it's, there's no two cases of Crohn's that are alike. Um, everybody is completely individual and different on what, what their bodies can tolerate, what you can and can't eat. And uh, it took me a long time to determine what was safe for me to eat. The first thing I noticed, uh, I was about 12 years old. Uh, I ate a hot dog that had some mustard on it and found myself in the fetal position for about four hours and so much pain. It passed, no, didn't go to the ER or anything. Maybe a month went by, same exact thing happened with the exact same thing. Uh, mustard on something, did the same thing. So we started with the doctors, like I said, after two, two years of figuring out that there's something, it wasn't all in my head, that there was something wrong with me. Uh, they said, well, it's Crohn's disease. So I spent uh, the next three years after that in and out of uh, Riley Hospital for Children in Indianapolis, a month at a time, two weeks here, two months there, uh, with, with them running every test you could possibly think of, and with them letting me know that it's, it's always going to get worse, it'll never get better. Uh, that was the philosophy back then. So, of course, that's what you believe. You, know, you believe, well, I'm never getting better, I'm only getting worse. So while I was while I was there, I thought, well, let's make the best of a bad situation. I'd always been a fan of uh, staying up late and watching like the Tonight Show. My favorite was Rich Little. I loved watching him do the voices and tell the jokes. And Johnny was, you know, he's the god amongst comedians. Yeah. You know, watching him deliver jokes. You know, that's just something I was like, well, one one day I, I really hope I can do that. I want to get on stage, and then. Uh, I learned real quick I have stage fright and I don't do well speaking in front of other people. So that kind of got put on the back burner. And uh, what, what I, ha I have uh, determined that as long as I kept laughing, I, I stayed fairly healthy. I had a major surgery when I was 17 and uh, the doctors were all real def you know, defeatist, real pessimistic. Man, if you don't take these medications every single day for the rest of your life, you're not going to live to see 25 years old. And uh, being a almost 18 year old teenager I was uh, very rebellious and as soon as I, I hit 18 I tossed all those medications out and I, and I proceeded along the path I had taken which was don't eat it if it hurts so and that makes I, sense you know <laughs> hey that's what I thought you know hey this stuff hurts don't eat it so I, I wouldn't eat it so uh, I spent the next 27 years with only minor flare-ups here and there and uh, Nothing, you know, that would keep me in the hospital for more than a couple of days tops. And then it, it would subside and I'd be fine. Well, um, a little over a year ago, it, it wasn't subsiding. I had to have my, my second major surgery. The first one, I was 17, they cut out a few feet of my intestine. And I said I was, I was pretty much fine thereafter. You know, they cut out the bad part, I'm walking around fine. Well, after a number of years, it, uh, I was out of remission. They came back. Still managed to watching my diet. Watch my diet. I'm not supposed to do. I worked out fine until 
you know, last spring, up this past spring before last. Then I had to have uh, a very small amount cut out. And ever since then, outside of taking two to eight emodium a day, just to be normal, uh, I've been doing wonderful. Just for the first time in my life, I've been able to put on weight. Now, if I figure out how to stop putting on weight, it'd be even better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, waking up every day knowing that uh, you, after a while, you forget that you, you have to go through this daily tree. It just becomes a way of life. It's like, you know, what am I going to eat? And the thought, thoughts don't go through my head well today i'll try this or today i'll try that it's uh, i know what i have here in the house that i can eat and if i don't have anything well i'll go get something i can eat well when you you talk a little bit about uh that process of getting diagnosed and uh and all of that and you it's interesting uh ms as as you know is also an autoimmune disorder. It just has a different place that the immune system is going haywire. Uh, for, for me, it's going haywire in, in the brain and in the nervous system. For you, it's in, in the intestines and in the gut. Um, but ironically, uh, it sounds like you had in that process, you had one of the same questions of, you know, is this just in my head? Because you in that you you go through those times where you're looking for answers and you're not given any answers, you know. Especially uh, when you spend the time in remission. Yeah, and that's and where makes you wonder. Well, was I really was this all real? Did it all really happen? Yeah, and uh, for it, it's it's kind of funny because you know uh, when I'm talking with uh, people about my story of MS, you know I. I talk about how at, there were a couple of points where I had doctors even say, well, it must be psychological. It's all in your head. And ironically for us, uh, MSers, it truly is in, in our head, head. Yeah. you know, because <laughs> that's, that's where the uh, immune system is kind of uh, throwing things at and, and chewing on the, uh, the coating around the nerves and the brain. So, uh, so let's, let's take a, a look then Larry with, with all of this, you know, you talk about how you enjoyed watching Rich Little and Johnny Carson and that, and, and, and how laughter truly brought relief for you in, in a lot of ways and, and helped you stay healthy. How do you keep the, the focus or the ability to find the funny in the midst of uh, a, a pretty daunting chronic illness? I think I think if if we don't laugh, we're just resigned to be miserable. And I don't like I don't know about you. I, I don't like being miserable. I enjoy life. I enjoy you know, living. And it you never know what adventure today is going to bring. And and if you wake up and you're just oh I don't want to do this again today. Today's going to be horrible. I don't feel good. You know. And then if you just let that take you over, you're going to have a bad day. And, but if you wake up, I may not feel good right now, but let me get up and move and, and, and let me make at least something positive happen today. And sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll write a joke or I'll find a couple of memes online and share. And then somebody will tell me, Oh, man, that, that, that meme made my day great. And 
I've made my day too to make yours. You know, and, and uh, not, I'm not gonna mention any names, but I had done a, a guest spot when I was uh, helping run the shows at uh, a local comedy club. And I did, I did a quick five minute guest spot uh, before the first show on Friday. And uh, the young lady, the headliner, um, very petite, very young. I don't know how young she is. She looks awfully young. I think she might have been older. They everybody, they everybody looks younger than me. But anyway, uh, after I, I come off uh, and, I, and I had to run back to the booth to get the, the audio set for the, for the next guy, she pulls me aside and she thanks me because I like to talk about my Crohn's. She thanks me and says that, you know, that, that they think she might have Crohn's and she's been having a real bad day. And me getting up there and talking about my Crohn's and how I like to make people laugh and how it gives me joy, this, that, and the other. She said it just completely turned her whole day around. And uh, she ended up having a great set. And it's little tiny moments like that, especially with somebody who I respect and admire as a comic. I mean, somebody's been doing it for 25, 30 years to thank me for my set, you know, to tell me I made her laugh and made her feel better about herself, tells me that I, I must be doing the right thing. And it, without moments like that, I'm not gonna lie, it, it's, it's hard sometimes to get up there and, and tell jokes. You know, uh, after my last surgery, I got up on stage and did 20 minutes uh, feature set nine days after I just had my stomach cut open and only three days after being released from the hospital. You know, it's just, you, get, you do what you gotta do. If, if, this is, if this your dream is to make people laugh and bring joy to the world, sometimes it's hard, it's not, it's not easy on you. It's, it's hard on you to get up there night after night or go to the show you didn't really want to go to because you didn't feel good. You never know. There might have been somebody there that needed to hear that that night. You know, just as much as I needed to get it out so I could feel better, they needed to hear it so they can feel better. Right. And that's, that's part of the reason that, you know, you people hear me talk about multiple sclerosis. Uh, but I, I often, you know, I mean, I, the name of the podcast, the MS Warriors Way. There is an element of being a warrior. Uh, of this is not. It's not a cakewalk. It's not a party. It's it's something that really uh, there is a battle. There is some fighting that goes on for you to maintain and to pursue thriving in spite of the chronic illness. And uh, you know, so in in your own in your own way, you're a, a Crohn's warrior. You know, you're you're dealing with the uh, the monster within, but yet you're finding a way to to in the battle to to persevere and to thrive in a way to share hope and encouragement and laughter uh, for others, and uh, so. To me, uh, there's there's maybe not a similarity in the symptoms of the diseases that we both have, but there is a strong similarity in the fact that uh, you have to have a warrior's mentality to push through it and and to to fight uh, against the the debilitating uh, negative. Uh, depression side of what the disease can can bring to you and find a way to thrive in spite of it yes fighting fighting through it more days than not 
uh, is the only way to survive. There, there's, of course, there's there's days where it's just so bad. You, there's nothing you can do. You just you gotta you gotta count that day up as a loss. You know, get yourself feeling better. If you feel better for a little bit of time here or there, maybe do some writing. You know, maybe get in touch with some friends and help have them help you. But a support, a good support system is important when you're chronically ill. There's too many chronically ill people out there that don't have a good support system. They have either family members or friends that think they're faking it because they can't see what's wrong with them. Or it's not, it's not a, an arm cut off at the shoulder. They can't see it, you know, so they don't, they don't see it as a, as a problem, you know. I tell those people, take a road trip with me and let's see how many bathrooms we hit between here and Tennessee and tell me that it's not a problem. It's just, it, another thing is, Crohn's is, is one of those that doesn't get the airtime that like an MS does or, you know, uh, muscular dystrophy or, you know, a lot of, you know, you get, you get airplay, whereas Crohn's disease until more recent TV commercials, Nobody heard about it. Nobody knows, and people still people don't know what it is. You know, you have to explain. Well, it's an autoimmune disease, but what does it affect? Well, initially, it affects the digestive system. But the longer you have it, the autoimmune disease in it starts attacking your joints, it starts attacking your bones, it starts attacking your skin, it starts attacking every other little aspect of, of your body, and and it's just one after another, and they snowball, and then it gets worse and worse and worse. I have several different forms of arthritis now just from being chronically ill over the years. And I have many, many people have looked at me and said, well, how do you deal with all this stuff coming up? It's like, well, what other choice do I have? And you, you, you move along, you make the best of the day that you can. And tomorrow you hope is better. And, it, and if you don't feel better tomorrow, you make tomorrow better by, by your actions. Even if you don't feel like it, you, know, you do something to make tomorrow better than it was today. And if I can help one person a day, then I think I've, I've done you know the minimum of my job. Even when you're you're having those really difficult days, you you know you make up your mind, you make a decision that I'm not gonna give in. I'm not gonna let this defeat me. Oh, yeah, it's not going to win. I will win. Yeah. And so you, you push on and you uh, find a way to at least persevere, you know. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this, Larry. Uh, people who are listening to the podcast, either on the audio version or they're watching the, uh, the video uh, on YouTube, uh, what words of encouragement or, or challenge would you have for anybody with a chronic illness, whether it's Crohn's, MS, or any one of the other multiple chronic illnesses that are out there? What words of encouragement or challenge would you have for somebody who's watching uh, today? Well, first, I, I would encourage anyone and everyone with a chronic illness to never give up. Science comes a long way every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. There are new things that come out that are helpful. So never, ever give up. Right. And, and to challenge, I want to challenge you to find somebody else with a chronic illness that maybe somebody that's had it longer than you or under, understands it better than you and reach out to them. You know, 
you don't have to reach out like in tears, like, hey, I'm about to do this or I'm about to do that. Just reach out to them and say, just like you've asked me, how do you deal with it? Um, because there's always somebody who's had it longer, somebody's who's had it worse. There's always somebody who's been in a worse boat that is still kicking, still going, and still doing their day-to-day life and managing just fine. And if you can learn from them, at least one, I say get as many of them as you can because, you know, that no one, there's no one solution for all of us. You know, what works for me may not work for you and what works for you may not work for the next guy. But to get, get in touch with as many other chronic, chronically ill people as you can and, and, and maybe a support group or, you know, I'm sure there's, I'm one million percent sure there are internet uh, or Facebook groups because I belong to several chronic, chronic illness support groups on Facebook. And uh, a lot of it's a lot of it's just winding and looking for sympathy, but there, you know, that that's part of it too, though. You know, if you're if you're alone and you've been sick a long time and you have no nobody in your family believes you, you might need that little bit of sympathy shown from other sick people. And uh, I don't have any problem helping those people out, give them a little sympathy. And more importantly, it's it's uh, I have physical limitations, but I also have the ability to do a lot of things that a lot of people can't. So I other chronically ill people that can't do things for themselves, I offer them help. You know, that's just, that's me, you know. And if you're like me and you can help somebody that's chronically ill or elderly and just unable to do it, uh, use, use what you do have, what you can, to help people. You know, my life's journey is to help as many people as I can, whether it's through laughter or helping them around their house or helping them with whatever they need help with. That's one of my life's missions, just to be helpful, you know, because if, if we all help each other, then we don't need much of anything else in this world. You know, one person helps the next and we'll pay it forward, as it were. Yeah. So I, I, I challenge them to find somebody else with it and, and either become a mentor or use them as a mentor. And also wake up every day and think today is going to be the best day of my life, even if you know better. And it's amazing when you start out with that approach of, yeah, today's going to be a great day. Even when you, you bump into the fact that there's parts of uh, a, a chronic illness that uh, isn't easy, mentally, you're better prepared to make it a good day. Exactly. You know, and the other thing, uh, I appreciate your, your focus of getting support or being support. Uh, you know, when uh, I realized that there wasn't a, a support group for MS, uh, at least down here on the south side of Indianapolis, uh, and the ones that I was, the support groups that I was finding uh, for MS were like every other week or sometimes it was every other month and it was hard to know what was going on. And so, you know, I determined, you know, I need to start a support group uh, because there needs to be something available. And so, you know, we meet once a month, the last, I mean, excuse me, the first Friday of every month we meet and, you know, not everybody shows up every month or sometimes it's me and one other person. Sometimes there's 10 of us, you know, right. but, just doing that gave me a a different purpose for that time frame. It was beneficial to me to do it, but then just 
getting in and having just knowing that there's somebody that understands what you're going through and there's a give and take and there's you know just conversations that we're able to have about how do you deal with the day-to-day pieces of this or that uh, it's there's great benefit for it you know and uh, in fact uh, once the once we get past this COVID-19 thing uh, when I started the group we were meeting uh, at a church we've been meeting at a, at a church here in, in Greenwood uh, but uh, once we get past this COVID thing, I'm going to move locations and actually host the, uh, the meetings here at uh, Gutty's Comedy Club instead, uh, because, uh, well, we've got the space, and, right. and I'm here more often than I am at that church. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, uh, Larry, I appreciate you taking some time uh, to share your story and uh, to encourage us uh, that it doesn't matter uh, what chronic illness we have. What matters is how we approach uh, that illness and we, we try to find a way to uh, become better in our own right, but then the focus of helping others along the way. And uh, that's something you, that I talk about here on the MS Warriors Way podcast quite a bit is the importance of focusing in helping others because in the process of helping others, you really are helping yourself. Uh, but it comes in a, in a completely different way when your focus is trying to help others and lift others up. And so I appreciate your willingness to reach out and help others. Uh, I also appreciate, uh, your, your humor in your comedy. You, you've got, uh, just some really great, clever writing. And, uh, it's been, it's been fun for me to get to know you on the comedian side of things. Uh, but it's, it's, it's been enjoyable for me to also get to know you a little bit with the chronic illness side of things. And, and, uh, so thank you so much for, uh, taking some time out of your schedule. I would say you're very busy schedule, but since everybody's in lockdown, uh, I don't know how busy your schedule would have been, but, uh, but thanks would- for, Taking some time to hang about, out with us. I'd still be getting up in about an hour, so it's, it's, <laughs> I had nothing, nothing planned but Z's at this hour. But no, thank you for having me on, and I, I really appreciate everything you're you're doing for those those of us with chronic illness, not just MS. And uh, I appreciate what you've done for the the city of Indianapolis with the the comedy club and challenging us. Uh, some of us who who don't normally work clean comedy to uh to come to your club and do things clean when i tell people i'm going there the look of shock on their face is, <laughs> is great to me because they don't know that i can't actually be clean uh, so uh, they all love to see that and some several of them are looking forward to uh last saturday's show because they don't they don't honestly believe that i could get up there and do that much clean material and i'll let everybody know uh if you're uh watching this particularly if you're watching it on youtube uh, and for those of you who are listening to this uh, on a audio uh, platform, uh, Larry was part of a, of a group of comics that came in to do uh, an episode of quarantine comedy where uh, they got up and did comedy to a room where the only people who were there was a handful of comics that were there to record as well. Uh, we didn't have the house full of uh, kind of people. Eight, eight people there that night. Yeah. And, 
when when you're used to well I, I shouldn't say sometimes comics are used to working for just eight people uh but if normally if you come to do a show at gutty's uh comedy club there's going to be uh 40 to 80 people in the room and uh that night there was eight uh but uh if you if you want to check out larry uh you can check him out at uh, gutty's tv on youtube so youtube slash youtube.com slash gutty's tv g-u-t-t-y-s tv gutty's tv and uh, his episode will be going live here pretty soon uh, i'm not sure exactly uh, what day it should be uh, dropped and going live on uh, gutty's tv but uh, larry is a very funny guy and you definitely will want to check that out on gutty's tv uh, and if you're not uh, already subscribed to gutty's tv go do that and then uh, if you hit the little bell thing on the uh, thing, you'll be able to be notified any new episodes that come. And so when his drops, you'll be notified and you'll be able to jump on and see uh, see Larry in action. He, it was a great, great night. Hit that thumbs up while you're there too. Oh yeah, thumb, especially on Larry's video, give it the thumbs up because I know you're gonna love it uh, because he's a very funny guy and uh, did a great job with the, his set that the night when we recorded the, uh, quarantine comedy episode there and so larry thanks so much for hanging out with us and uh, i look forward to uh to seeing you and having you back at the club uh very soon i know we've got uh, larry for for those of you in the indianapolis or anywhere close to indianapolis uh if you want to join us in june the first weekend in june we have a uh, one of our gutties uh gumbo variety shows so larry will be doing some comedy and my good friend gasker uh will be doing some music and it's just going to be a great night of entertainment that first weekend in june so that we're not too far out from that now uh i will let everybody know as well uh if you're coming uh we ha we're operating at 50 percent of house because that's the standards that have been set in place because of covid uh, and so we only have 40 seats available per show. Uh, and so if you're going to want to get uh, tickets for that particular weekend to come check out Larry and uh, to see Gasker uh, do his music, uh, you want to get your tickets early. Uh, a good way to do that is to download the Gutty's Comedy Club app. And in the app, you can find out all the shows that are coming up and you can buy tickets and purchase merchandise and all that stuff right from the app. And it's probably the easiest way to do it. So uh, you can find that in the Apple Store and uh, the uh, what's the non-Apple version? Uh, Play Store. And, uh, yeah, the Google Google Play, uh, those Android things. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I got off track there. I think because uh, I was like, yeah, come see Larry in June, uh, but uh, and then be watching for his uh, his episode of Quarantine Comedy because. Uh, that'll be something you'll enjoy as well. So, Larry, thanks so much uh, for taking some time. You have yourself a fantastic day now that you're up. You know, you got time to take a nap, I That's guess. Right. I, I don't know. So, anyway, I look thanks forward to uh, to seeing you face-to-face -face again sometime soon when the world can, gets out of timeout and we can get back to business as usual. And uh, so, you take care of yourself and uh, keep Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep sharing the laughs and keep keep making people smile. Oh, and uh, thank you again for having me.
and we'll both have have fun when we can get together and and do some comedy together so until then or until next time uh just people find something to laugh at find something to smile about but always find the most positive things you can focus on because that'll make your day better it'll make your life better it'll make whatever illness you may have chronic illness or not it'll make it better it may not solve the world's issues but at least when you're positive and you're having a good time it probably will make people question why and and maybe it'll help them along the way so keep doing things with a positive focus and do it the warrior's way <laughs>